Hey homeschoolers, I'm Melissa Webb, former full-time classroom teacher and homeschool mom turned full-time business CEO and encourager to homeschool families everywhere. I am determined and dedicated to helping you in this journey that you're on. Yes, I wanna give you sound, educational, practical tips and advice, at the same time making sure that you're enjoying the family journey that you are on. So if you are looking for a place to be encouraged and inspired, you have found the perfect podcast. Homeschooling is a work of heart, is truly the perfect place to start. So welcome. Let's jump in. So what kind of parenting do you follow? Back when I was in college, I had taken some child study courses, and I remember learning about the four basic parenting styles that are practiced mostly in the United States. And the thing that I thought was really interesting is that it was taught in a way that parents just randomly fell into one of these parenting styles. And I remember thinking, if parents knew that there were these four basic parenting styles, would they really want to just fall into one? Or would they prefer to choose with intention the parenting style that is best suited for children? Because the studies have shown over the years that there is one preferable way to parent children. It's a way that if parented this way, children become adults who are happy and content. They're more independent and self-reliant. They regulate their emotions. They have better self-control. They have competent social skills. They have more positive attitudes. They tend to be warmer in nature toward others. They even have higher academic success as well as high self-esteem, just even mental health altogether, less depression or anxiety, suicide attempts, delinquency, alcohol, drug, all the things, all the things. Who wouldn't want her child to turn out like that? And yet I remember in college, it really was taught as if we all just fell into it based on how it was that we were raised as children. And isn't that the truth? So often we parent as we were parented. And for some of us, it's great news. And for others, we want to fight that with tooth and nail. We don't want to parent the way that we were parented. All that to say, I'd done a post on Instagram and just shared what the four basic parenting styles most practiced even today and asked parents which of these fits the style mostly connected to how you parent your own children. And the thing is, for most of us, we actually will fall between two categories. Most parents aren't solely one. They are a little heavier on one side, but a little bit more of a tendency toward another. And I thought that in this episode, we could talk about these four parenting styles. And one, you can evaluate where you land, see maybe which one or two align with your thinking when it comes to child behavior and parenting children. 
And if you, after hearing the four different ones in detail and seeing how one does stand out above the rest, maybe apply that to your homeschooling parenting because they can all be connected to how we parent on a day-to-day basis versus and in including how we parent as homeschooling parents. So let's jump in and talk about it. I want to first say that the woman behind these basic parenting styles uh, was a psychologist by the name of Diana Baumrind. And at the time, she identified three styles. There was the authoritative, the authoritarian, and the permissive parent. And she just focused on these three. However, um, later Stanford researchers, I want to say it was like in the 1980s, they added a fourth style, which I've seen it called two things, either uninvolved or neglectful, which is not anything that any of us would strive for. But unfortunately, it is a style that children will say they had as children. So now when talking about parenting styles, it's usually referred to four basic ones. Now keep in mind how children turn out is not solely based on how they are parented. There are many other factors involved like environment, spirituality, and the number of people who are parenting a child because few children have only one parent. Even grandparents put a parenting style in their grandchildren's lives. Anybody in authority is having an impact on the children. And it's just something worth considering. So let's go ahead and break each one down. The one, I'm just going to start with what researchers have said is the most ideal parenting style of all four. And that is the authoritative parent. So we'll start with that one because it really is the mix of all good things. So the authoritative parent is the parent who, one, encourages a child to be responsible and independent and to think for herself, but at the same time is going to implement rules, boundaries, consequences. The difference is the authoritative parent is going to explain the reasons why the rules and the consequences are the way they are. This is the mom who's very responsive, highly responsive, very warm toward her children, listens, pays attention, has time. It's This is the parent who's very aware of her child's emotional needs, but at the same time is going to hold the child to a higher set of social norms and standards of behavior. They'll set limits and they are very consistent when enforcing the boundaries. So if you think of this as a homeschool parent, this is the parent who sets a schedule. It's predictable and it has the boundaries. We're going to run our day like this. We're gonna start with breakfast, And then maybe we'll do a Bible verse or study time. And then we're going to do our math and get that done. And then we're going to move it. And it's a set schedule that has been maybe determined by the parent and the child 
The child can have a say if the child says, mom, I really like to do science first. An authoritative parent will consider that and maybe ask, why do you want to do the science first? And then depending on that child's reasoning behind it, the authoritative parent would say, that seems reasonable. We can do that. As well as they're going to be pretty patient yet have high expectations, they will be consistent, meaning if, let's say, the child was supposed to get math done before lunch, and only if that was done, then the child could take a break and have some outdoor playtime. The authoritative parent, if the child hasn't done that, The authoritative parent is going to be responsive to the emotional side of why the child didn't get it done. Maybe the child got stumped, didn't understand it, didn't ask for help. Parent's going to be reasonable about that, but may say, look, this was our intention here. You had to have it done by lunchtime. I'm going to give you an extra 10 minutes. I'll sit here with you. I'll help you get that done. But as I said, first A, then B. And they stay very consistent throughout. Okay, so that's the authoritative parent. And that's the kind of parenting that really helps our children feel heard and respected and listened to at the same time. Certainly the one in charge. The child is not in charge. The parent is in charge, but the child has a say. Now, this is different than the second one. And the second one often introduced is the authoritarian Parent. Now, this is a parent who also has the high expectations, high standards for their children. But this is the child that, or I'm sorry, the parent who doesn't want to hear the child's reasoning why he or she didn't do something. This is the parent who just demands obedience. This is the, I don't need you to tell me why you didn't get it done. You get it done. And don't come talk to me till you get it done. So there's either a punishment involved or maybe it's just the threat of punishment. Those are used more to control the child's behavior. And there's just not a lot of patience or tolerance for a child to give a quote unquote excuse for why a behavior wasn't completed. It's much more less responsive to the child's side of things. And it's just authoritarian. Like the name for it is perfect. The parent is the authority, period. I said to do it, you get it done. There's still going to be that structure. And when it's not completed or the follow through is not there, the parent is going to be very stern about that. The third type of parenting style is the permissive parent. And the permissive parent is the opposite of the authoritarian in that this is the parent that's very responsive to a child's feelings, thoughts, emotions. This is a parent who is extremely warm and emotionally supportive and allowing a child to express frustration, express creativity. This is the child, or this is the parent, if the child says, you know what, mom, I know I was supposed to do my math 
But I was looking out the window and I saw this most beautiful thing and I grabbed some paper and look, I sketched it and I drew it. And the permissive parent would just be like, oh, I love that you were just in the moment, right? There's a lot more freedom there. There's not going to be any punishment for not having gotten the math done because a permissive parent allows the child that kind of freedom. So again, you can see how all of these can intermingle with one another. You might sometimes feel like I've done that. I've allowed that. And then other times you'll say, no, I have been such an authoritarian when it comes to this particular situation or topic. And to just be very clear, it's not to say that anyone is right or anyone is wrong. I think most of us have had our hand in a little bit of all of these top three. And the authoritative is so well grounded because it's the perfect mix of permissive with authoritarian, but with kindness and very clear boundaries. So it's just something to consider. Um, a permissive parent as well, they can still have rules, but they're very lax. They're just, they're there if they fit the situation. But even if there is a pretty firm rule, it may not always be enforced consistently because again, they're going to go back to why didn't you do it? Why didn't you make your bed when we're supposed to make your bed today? A permissive parent is just going to allow that child, if they don't want to, they don't have to, whereas the authoritative is going to say, I understand you don't want to, but it is a rule in our house, you need to do it, whereas the authoritarian parent is going to say, make your bed now or do not come out of this room. So again, you can see how they're similar but different in each of them, and we might have our hand in a little bit of all. Now, the fourth one, which was added on a couple decades later, is the uninvolved or the neglect, the neglected parent model. And in this one, I should say neglectful parent model, in this one, the parent is doing neither the offering of emotional support. So they're not listening to their child. A name gives it, gives it away, right? They're neglecting, they're uninvolved. They're not there for emotional support. They don't make time to be with their children or to listen to their children or to bond with their children. And the other side of that is true. Because they're so uninvolved, they're also not enforcing or putting in, putting up any rules or boundaries or enforcing consequences. If the behavior is inappropriate, they literally are just neglecting their child. They're uninvolved. And often these are parents that are not doing a great job of even taking care of themselves as adults. Therefore, they're not fully equipped to be good parents to their children because it's all they can do to take care of their own existence. So they become very uninvolved or very neglectful. Now, the thing is, as parents, we get to 
choose which of these models makes the most sense to us. And I think that's the most important thing that I would hope any listener today would take away with, take away with you as we finish up this episode. Take some time and consider how you parent. Pay attention just throughout this week. Notice your child's behavior. Notice your child's interaction with you and notice how you are. Are you listening reasonably or are you shutting them down? Are you putting up boundaries? Are you enforcing those boundaries? Just pay attention and note the things that you feel are helping your child be a better child as your child is growing up and you want them to be a very healthy, well-equipped adult. Are the things that you're implementing, the things that you're doing, the things that you're saying, are all of these things making a positive impact for your child's future? It's just a good thing for us to be so aware of. The thing is, we all must remember that in our lifetime, there are two times that we will likely be in a parent-child relationship. One, we already had. It was when we were children and we had parents. But during that time, we had very little or no control. That was then. But now we have the second time. Likely, if you're listening to this today, you are a parent. So you are in another parent-child relationship. But this time, you are in control. So to parent with purpose and with intention is such a great use of your time. So give this some thought. I hope that it is something that um, inspires you to consider parenting. I will link some great resources in the show notes, articles, books, some things that you might want to delve into a little bit more if you really want to give your parenting a little higher education. All right, that's it for this episode. I do hope you have a most wonderful parenting day. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and listening this week. Hey, if this was something that you found valuable, don't forget you want to subscribe or follow so that every time a new episode is dropped, you'll be the first to know. And hey, before you go, if you are looking to get some of this academic writing under your belt and outsourced so that it's one less thing freeing you up to enjoy more time with your family. Hey, you're going to want to head over to writeonweb.com to see what kinds of resources and materials I have available for you. I will look forward to seeing you there and I will look forward to seeing you here in our next episode. Right on.